friends, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast with me, your host, Jamie, and my lovely husband, Mark. I'm so glad I waited for you to say that because I almost said it's me, Mark. But it's me. It is me, Mark. It's Hi, me. Everybody. Hi, friends. <laughs> I like how you put that. You've been putting that the past couple weeks. Thanks. We are all friends here. We are all friends wrestling here. This friends is a safe and... space and coffee and wrestling. And... I don't know. You're mean to me some days. So. Uh, vice versa. Not on the podcast. It's so. safe for everybody else. Not safe for me. Exactly. It could have been really, really <laughs> bad for everybody because, you know, tradition oh. in the house is oh, yes. coffee and wrestling. Uh, you know, we can't we, we... do the wrestling without coffee. So. And unfortunately for us, we are going to have to say goodbye to a good friend of ours today. And I am abusing my power of utilizing the fact that I got the desktop audio to record <laughs> on our podcast. But is this why? This is why I sat here. For, <laughs> this is why I sat here for an hour today because I was like, "This has got to happen." Uh, no, actually, this happened while I was doing this. Uh, we come to find out that right before this podcast, we did our normal and sat down and got the coffee grounds ready and yeah, I put the water her, in the filled her up the, with the coffee pot. pot you know we even washed out the coffee pot probably like two days ago but still no, it's it's no, no, it's I, a I fresh it's a fresher did. pot we set it on we walked away thinking you know oh we're gonna come back we're gonna have fresh piping hot steamy caffeine at our fingertips just cups upon cups of just tasty tasty coffee jamie walked back to the coffee machine and alas nothing Rest in peace. Nothing. We thought it was unplugged at first, but no. unfortunately it was not. We have to say goodbye to our, what is it, a black and Mr. Necker? Coffee. Mr. Coffee. You've been Mr. Good coffee, to us. you've been such a good coffee cup co- or coffee pot. So good that the lid of the coffee has distorted from how much heat we've. <laughs> we really use the we coffee do. pot a we lot. Do. We probably make, what, three? With probably three pots at least a day. Yeah, something like that. But um, that's okay. Turn off the music. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is not an ad sponsored by Walmart Plus Delivery, but thank you, Walmart Plus, for delivering yeah. a coffee pot later on because I cannot wake up Right before coffee. NJPW Resurgence, actually, it should uh, be Oh, yes, here. just in time. We'll touch a little bit on the end, but that is tonight. Uh, well, it'll be yesterday by the time you're hearing this because we are, uh, we're talking WWE and AEW tonight. Yeah. To, this morning. Hello. Good morning. Have a good cup of coffee and we're it. <laughs> Uh, we've got two pretty big pay-per-view slash premium live events yep. for this upcoming weekend. So obviously we're not there yet, but uh, we won't have a chance to record another podcast before these happen. So we're going to take this time to talk a little about, you know, spe- speculations, things we're looking forward to, and, and of course most of all, our predictions. And of course, we're talking about WWE's premium live event, Night of Champions, as well as AEW's Double or Nothing. Um, now this also, just as a pretense... Uh, Friday uh, night, they recorded the next week's SmackDown, so there are spoilers out there. This will not contain any of those spoilers as of yet. As of it sits right now, uh, we are it's Sunday evening, and whatever's happened at Sunday evening is what this podcast is taking in consideration, anything that has already happened, uh, because they will be in Saudi Arabia Saturday afternoon. Uh, so they recorded SmackDown the night before, so then they don't have to deal with it you know, and have their stars what 16 hours away sure the night before so it's more afternoon of champions yes yes um so this is again bearing whatever happens on smackdown we might see a match or two added on same thing we have uh dynamite and rampage as well as raw uh, we still have a full week of wrestling before these pay-per-views but like my wonderful wife said we don't have an opportunity to get on here and give you a podcast before these pay-per-views so this is our predictions for AEW, double or nothing and wwe's night of champions all right, one thing I wanted to point out about 
uh, Night of Champions before we go anywhere in the, you know the whole champion landscape of the of uh, WWE. The one title that were uh, that has kind of got some stink on it right now, and I know this is like not pay per view shit. We haven't talked about this at all, but the women's tag team titles have just recently been vacated on Raw. Was it Raw? No, SmackDown. It was on SmackDown. Previous SmackDown. They said um, Liv Morgan was hurt, Liv Morgan, and they have, had to vacate the titles between Raquel. But Raquel right. was able to pick a tag team uh, partner, partner to participate in a four tag team four way tag four way tag team match yeah. for the title. Number one, I think that's pure garbage. I think the idea that because one person got injured. They don't disclose the injury. They don't. They don't even like hardly acknowledge it. And within they said a week, it was they her have to drop the title when she hit the steel but, steps. But they just have to drop the titles. There's no other option. They don't get. I thought, yeah, I thought it was really strange. The four tag teams they picked. I'm not sure who I'd even want them to win. You've oh, got I gotta agree. Chelsea Green and uh, Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. Thank you. You've got Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. But yeah, then you got Bailey and uh, Dakota, Kai, Dakota Kai. Who there's already like no, it's EO. I'm sorry, EO guys. It is EO because Dakota Kai has gotten hurt. It's, she's injured too. Uh, right. And then Raquel and the mystery partner. Right. So number one, regardless of whether I think it's bullshit or not, um, I, I I don't know who I would even pick in this match. Like, and I I know that even at this point we we had just talked about this before we hit record. Uh, Friday night SmackDown for next week's already been recorded. This match has more than likely already been done or whatever is going to happen. Um, but I find it interesting that we're having this issue with the women's tag team titles because it now May 16th was one year from the day that Sasha Banks. Wow. And, it's been that long already. And, uh, Naomi. Naomi walked out wow. on Monday night raw. And it's not been great ever since. They, no, ever they since. The, the and, and I, and I, I just, and somebody's gonna be like, Oh, you'd listen to, to busted open. Yeah. I listened to busted open radio and Denise Alcedo even said like, she thinks that these titles are cursed and I have to agree with her. Like, it seems like ever since they, the, the, those two women walked out and it's funny because now Mercedes Monet, who's Sasha Banks, is fighting for the title tonight as this recording for right. the brand new debuting NJPW Strong Women's Championship. In right. a, and it's a four woman uh, tournament. It's got Willow and it has two other individuals that you and I aren't very familiar with, but I'm super excited to watch it either way. I just wanted to point that out that they're having such an issue with this women's tag title, the only women's tag title. And also, you have a tried and true NXT tag team champion, uh, women's champion in the roster and they're nowhere to be found in this picture why are they yeah, not in the bogus. picture of of the tag titles like i'm not expecting them to win but i feel like you could have they taken should them. almost because they're at least a team that is a legitimate tag team right the only other legitimate tag team that's actually been teaming up for a while is shauna and or uh Shana and, Shana Ronda. and Ronda. but there's also rumors going around that Ronda is looking for time off so right. why would you put the belt on her you wouldn't and then you also have uh like I said Raquel and whoever it is it feels like it would be a cheap win if they ended up getting exactly it. uh you have and giving it to Bailey and EO I really feel like like I feel like this is just takes it away from EO because EO needs to have her own singles run but I feel like they're building up to that too they're f- like so they... giving it to them is a waste so right. who does it go to and I, the only other person I could see it going to is Sonya Deville and and Chelsea Green. Right. But I don't know if that's the right move. The only group I At least I it would be see, entertaining. The only group I could see in getting some heel heat, maybe as a transitional champion, is Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. Right. And I hate admitting that because right. I don't like them as a And tag then they team. could have Isla Dawn and Alba Fire come in and, and win to 
Ronda and Shayna, and that would I make sense. It, and then, hey, we're going to throw the NXT championships back. I, I just wish they would have done better with this. It just, and especially with the anniversary that the, of of the walkout. And I know it's not this huge thing, and it didn't revolutionize the, the t- women's tag team champion, but I still feel like it put. It put a stink on that fuck on that title. Mm-hmm. Like everybody now, un, like they know, like well, they walked out. They admitted it on sure. TV that that they walked out in an unprofessional manner. They tried burying them as human beings, and it just it looks so bad. And still, a year later, we're in the same boat. Right, we're in the same boat. And again, and it's the a bunch of just a, a consolary prize. Yeah, it's just a bunch of made up tag teams at the last second. It's mm-hmm. not very one hundred percent fluid. So. You got damage control, who've been a have been a unit, but. These two, you know, Bailey and and uh, Eo Sky have not been a tag team per se. Well, they're, no, and they're also like hinting at a falling out between them because Bailey. Oh, every came time in. they are, every time on that camera. Yeah, Raquel was being interviewed. I think by I don't know if it was Kathy Kelly, and Bailey came in and said something to her about how you know, well, uh, lives hurt, but so is Dakota. Right. You know, and of course we're going to win the belts, and kind of bumped into Eo, and Eo kind of gave her a weird look. So I feel like there's writing on the wall between that breaking up right. as well so i don't right. i don't really think any of those tag teams is stable enough to hold it honestly you'd have to give it to in my opinion chelsea and sonia because they'll at least make it entertaining oh no i, I agree i just you know? I, I just feel like it's 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 piss poor management with the, with uh these belts oh it totally is all right so let's get right into it and talk about our predictions and start off with wwe's night of champions before we get into everything and i know i just said let's do it Please it's understand. Like a, it is a cliche podcast thing, you know. Yeah, you're like, let's get into it as we're 10 minutes into asterisk, the podcast. Uh, understand that these are subject to change. We're not going to be holding on to these predictions. Yep. The way that Mark and I do these predictions is that we have all the way up until usually two hours before the show to change our minds. I have always, in the back of my mind, I have always made it when the first bell of the first match of the pay-per-view or premium live event happen, whatever your picks are, are locked in. Yeah, but we're, now we're doing it for the you know the Twitter and all that right, good stuff. Right. And if you haven't followed us, we're at CAW Wrestling Pod. We usually uh, do our predictions a couple hours in advance, so that way you know what they are. We and actually use in, hashtag uh, CAW predictions. Yeah, so if you want to get in on the action, it's... I mean, it's 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 just like whose line is anyways. We make up all the points. The points don't matter. They don't. Um, and hey, it's just you like never know. Everything's fake except for the people, and we just do this for the fun. Uh, so try to get uh, better than we do. Like that's what Jamie and I yeah. kind of have this little like competition. We you know whoever can predict the best, you know, kind of just got the bragging rights for the next yeah. you know, however long. It doesn't mean a goddamn thing. It but doesn't mean anything be, that two pay per views in a row. I've right. been the winner. But if you, you know, you, it's no big deal. If you want to be the CAW <laughs> predictions champion, then you know, hit us with a hashtag. CAW predictions, you know, list out your predictions. Join we in on the fun. Post them pretty uh, early so that you can kind of co- copy the format yep. or don't. I don't give a shit. And Just also, let uh, us know what you know, and you know, we'll have fun with it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Maybe you know, maybe if you get all the answers correct, we'll uh, shout you out. Right? Or we definitely will. This is actually our 49th podcast, and we're, our next one after the pay per view and premium live events will be number 50. Number so 50. Maybe we'll uh, just pull a random person's predictions, and uh, you'll be winning something fun. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe something stickery. Maybe a coffee cup. If yeah. I can figure that out. So uh, either way, now. Let's get into it and talk about WWE. Let's get right into it. Let's not let's waste get any right time. Into it. I don't want to waste your waste, time. I don't want to waste 12 minutes of your time, but not let's even. get directly yep. into it. Um, and to not waste any of your time, <laughs> any more of your time, let's get right into talking about Brock and Cody Rhodes because clearly we're not wasting our time there. Going right uh, into it again. It's uh, Yeah, we're, ha- we're going to have the rematch. Cody won the last one. Uh, Brock got angry in his pants and came out and attacked him while he was talking about Brock and it just 
I don't know. It feels like we're just stretching a feud out that didn't need to be stretched out. I don't like it. I, I'm not a big fan of it. Cody doesn't look good at, in it. Even though he won, he ran off. Well, it's I didn't not. Like it. it just it went from got to finish the story, got to finish the story, got to finish the story. Fell, you know, fell short, and stills talks about still got to finish the story. And I, I get what we're going <laughs> with, like we're trying to finish the story, but that's not helping. It, 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 it kind of loses its potency when it's the third time of got to finish the story. Like, well, yeah. no fucking shit. Yeah, like everybody has to do that. Like, y'all are gonna get to that point. It, it, poor Cody Rhodes is, is on a D and D quest. And there are so many side quests. DM does not know how to run it. He he's all, he's just on this one main adventure, but he, the side quest, the side quest, he's getting so deterred and off railed, and it's it's weird. And I understand why, you know, we did the DQ and we didn't let him get the win, or not the DQ, but we didn't let Cody get the win in, in advance. And I get that. I just don't know what you do yeah, after I, this match. I don't know who really I, wins from this. I understand the direction and why they're going with the way they're going. I understand why they took Cody Rhodes and used him for another uh, foothold for Roman Reigns to push up further on the ladder. Like, I get it. Roman Reigns is their big dude. He is, we're going, what, almost three years with the belt? Yeah, 1,000-day I mean, uh, celebrations happening in two weeks. Yeah, it would. It, it's just insane. Like, it's 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 a very impressive thing. They, are, they have established him as the ipto facto top-tier wwe champion there's no doubt about it there is no other way whether you love it or hate it can't stand roman hate him from shield or loved him from day one in fcw like it doesn't matter he is now your bruno san martino he is your one he is your andre the giant right he is the one that you're that's the one you're trying to vanquish and even when he loses this title even when he loses the top spot He's going to be gone for however long he is, but just like the that Rock, might be it though. He's going to show up, and it's going to be like, oh God, Roman's here. exactly. You know, I think it's going to be it. one of those things that when he finally drops the belt, he's like, I'm just done with wrestling. I'm moving so, on to acting or modeling. Right. Shit, you can but do whatever I hell you wanted. Understand why they're doing the direction and why they made Cody lose at WrestleMania. I just don't like it. I don't know. It just felt like you used Cody as a sacrificial lamb. That's exactly how it feels. We're, he's, he's now we're supposed to believe water. in him? And, and yeah, and I, what is this fight doing for him? Is what it, what it, does either gain from this? Yeah. Nothing. I mean, But I mean, Brock has nothing to gain in the company anyways. He's just there to do what he's doing. Of course. But I just don't, it just feels like Cody's just treading water. Like he's doing, he got put in that hole that everybody, you know, poked fun out of him uh, on Twitter when he said he was going or didn't or when he had debuted in WWE like oh you're they're never going to give it to you they're going to make you mid card right. and i feel like it's getting close to that i'm i'm not saying he is mid card he's over as hell like he's probably one of their best merch sellers but i'm just not feeling it mm-hmm. from Cody right now and to be stuck in a feud with somebody who's supposed to be on both teams you know it's yeah plus he's out of the Universal, the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Yeah, he can't win that, and now he is not going to be, you know, the as first to win this. As far as we know, who knows what the fucking world. draft rules? Like yeah. everybody's going everywhere. And I, this tournament that's happening at Night of Champions, uh, that we'll talk about later in the card, doesn't involve him either. Right, which it, it the tournament did at one point. It and did. He fell short. Yeah. Of people that he's. I mean, but then again, he got it was Brock Lesnar. I don't know. Right. So, so Cody's up one wrestling. Who do you think's got it this this go around? I think Cody's going to take it. Okay. Um, I I can't see why getting Brock the win 
would do anything, even storyline, okay. unless you're trying to set it up for a third match. Okay. I was actually, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm going with Brock wins so they can feud it out in a bigger capacity. I could, I could 100% see that. 100%. When Some I type say, of gimmick match. I don't know what. When I looked at this match, I straight, I, I reacted my with my gut. I put Cody and I went, that's what my gut went with. So I went with it. But 100% if Brock wins, I can completely understand why. So you set up that third match. Set it up for whatever their next pay-per-view is. I can't even remember. Um, I've drank too much coffee and smoked too much marijuana. Uh, but yeah, I, I could see it going either way. <laughs> I was actually looking it up so you don't have to worry about it. The next one to come up is July 1st, Money in the Bank. Money, 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 and money. And they're doing money, it money, in money. London. That's right. They're going to the UK trying yes. to replicate what AEW is yes. doing. See how they end no. up doing. But honestly, Money in the Bank, I love Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank is a really fun one. It and falls I think flat this, I think this might be a good opportunity for somebody like EO, who again needs to have that singles run to win money in the bank and have that status over everybody else. Where she comes in, cash ins and I has that like money in the moment. bank's curse too, though. Lately, past couple know. of years, like it's just been because nobody remember... will ever have better reign than Dolph. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was Mister Money in the Bank, but like ever since John Cena, like was the first one to lose the Money in the Bank. Like, you have to have somebody match. lose. I know you do. But ever since that happened, it's just been like, oh, God. Austin Theory. <laughs> Austin Theory. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. He cashed I mean, it in and didn't win. Baron Corbin has had what? Poor I, I, Baron. I wonder what they're doing with him. He's not even, uh, he's I feel not like, even a blip. I feel like they're doing that on purpose because they've got another gimmick for him. But I let's not so. get too far derailed. We always do. Why not? That's what caffeine and other substances <laughs> do. Um, this is an alcohol-free product, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. You can drink if you want to. If it helps you get through the podcast, I don't blame you I can't bit. get through the podcast. You, could you imagine me? One of these, we might have to do that. Might have to oh, do a, a, a drunk wrestling pay-per-view. Find a good attitude era pay-per-view. Every, every get, time someone says, what? We'll get Take Mark completely white girl wasted on, <laughs> what's that, Midori? What's that green Woo! drink? We made this great uh, Rick and Morty drink, and it oh, has Midori so in it. There's, and a, there's a perfectly stained square on my floor when I drop my glass, but I love it. It's so good. It's sweet. It's tart. It's huh. It, it gets me giddy as hell. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that. That's gonna be a, that's all gonna right. Be a good I'm one. down. I'm down. All right. Next up is uh, Becky Lynch and uh, Trish, Trish Stratus. Stratus. What a hmm. speaking of attitude era. Yeah, I know, right? I never thought it would have come around full circle to something like this, but. I mean, I think we, the minute Trish Stratus made it back into WWE, everybody was like, oh, she's going to turn heel. Yeah, of course. I, I, I saw, of course. Unfortunately, it got spoiled and, and of oh, course. you know, and obviously when, right away. But then Lita gets hurt and it's like, well, who else would have done this? Like, who, like, I it, know. It was, it was so silly. So the beginning of it, yeah, I feel like it fell flat because you, it was so obvious. I do like the gimmick she Who came out with, with the, you know, thank you, Trish. Uh-huh. And then she's got the the, the missing posters, and she's Yeah, just, her promo was just real awkward, and then, you know, the, the piped-in booze, and it's I just did, a little hard to digest. I'm trying to, I'm trying to look past that. I'm trying to, like, oh, okay. put on my blinders fourth a little bit up, and be like, oh, up. wrestling. Yeah. Um, everything's fake but the people, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> uh, but I... I I, I really kind of liked it. I, I felt like it was kind of like a good character for her because she is a legend in in the WWE. Oh, and she's a better heel. Let's be real. And she is. And it's just, it's so good because I've always said this. If you're going to be a good heel, if you're going to say something, if you're going to get a gimmick, make it as real as you can. Like, she's not wrong. We should be thanking Trish Stratus because she went. In, she set the bar for women's wrestling. Oh, yeah. And it's. it's her and Lita, really. For years. Oh, yeah. 100%. 
but it's such a snobby ass fucking way to do it and it's so good it, it just because that's the one thing that people don't like right now is they don't like people rubbing their nose in something Oof. like oh i'm better than you and right. you fucking know it i wonder where that comes from i know you know what i mean like everybody hates it that's why it yeah. resonates because the best heat or the best pr is bad pr of course. because it spreads like wildfire right you knock a kid's toy out of his hand at a signing it goes viral on the internet exactly you put po- wanted posters all over new york city it of, catches on. of becky lynch it goes viral yeah. it's, there's a method to the madness it's yep. not very complicated and she does it perfect i do so have, good yeah i do have to circle back to what you said before about the the women's tag team belts that was a great example of a another piss poor tag team put together of becky and lita i didn't enjoy that at all i didn't either and i i think they were just trying to like get that nostalgia with effect, the nostalgia which, that, the uh, that affects review. our generation the generations that's yeah. forking out money for the for this product right it, it just it's a gener it's a the nostalgia thing and i think you and i are just tired of the nostalgia right but i i get it um but i didn't like the way same thing i don't like the way they handled that either no they gave them the belts which i was like okay i get it again and then lita got hurt they let Trish do the Freebird rule, which was, I thought was really weird because she wasn't really, wasn't really part of the a team. third member. But Adam and then Pierce they said lost fine. the titles because of that. And that's it. And then Becky just goes on a... Right. Like, like she had it, some introspective, like, I, I don't know. I didn't Becky like the way should have got goes. another chance at it, but I think the, it was all just a setup just to make it interesting for WrestleMania. But what happened know? to Lita? She just got hurt. Be like, I'm sorry. Yo, I'm done. Honest, honestly, and again, I say it every time. I hate to be the negative podcast. Her wrestling is not good. <laughs> She's what? How old was she? She was like late 40s or I don't maybe know. I mean, come on. They've got still. Trish and Lita have got to be the same age. Imagine your mom doing fucking front flips off the roof. All right. Of your, that's a little different. My mom's 55 years old. How old is Lita? I mean, she's 48, what, 9? 48, 49, 48. Lita. 47. No, not Trish Stratus. Okay, 48, yeah. Lita. She's only seven years younger than your mom. I mean, it's still, it's 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 yeah. comparable. I mean, look at Billy Gunn. <laughs> that man has never been out of shape. Who? Somebody. I just read an interview with somebody, and they said they have never seen Billy Gunn out of shape. Yeah. Which, because he's, he, he he's I think he's in his gym. 50s, right? I think he's like 60, 59. Really? I think we just looked it up. I mean, he's he's in impeccable shape for any human being, let alone the age that he is. Yep. He's that living is, the dream, man. I'm I'm, I'm doing Billy Gunn goals, like long-term goals. I've got like 20 Oh, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Man, you wouldn't be mad if you look like Billy Gunn? I wouldn't oh, be. I wouldn't be mad at all if I look like Billy Gunn. <laughs> By the way, if we're going to talk about physiques... Mustafa Ali, holy shit! He just wow. posted a picture on wow, on, wow, wow. Uh, on YouTube or, or YouTube on Instagram or it one of them a, social media things. It was twatter, twatter. <laughs> Man, that dude has been putting in the work. He ha- he Swart really Strickland has. I too. mean, Gunther too. Let's Gunther, be real. Oh my like, God. yeah, you showed me a picture the other day. It was Gunther and Keith Lee, and I mean, Keith Lee was smaller compared to what he is now, uh-huh. but he was thick. Yeah, he was bigger than Keith Lee was. He's probably the size of what Keith Lee is now. Absolutely All these guys incredible. getting their shit together. They're working well. MJF, wow. Oh, MJF, wow. the pinnacle of of I, I I will literally watch an MJF short, like a thirty second video of him doing squats or something in just ridiculous, and just I watch and be like, God damn it, I got to go to the gym, and I will. I'll go out in the gym and work out because it just man, he is better than me, and I know it. And you do know it. I just want to tell you that I just randomly refreshed my Twitter, right? <laughs> and it's Matt Riddle with with both the women. That he's always like being accused of being with. And now he's with both of them, and he's just talking about living the dream. So, 
Good for you, Riddle. He is living that RVD dream. If you haven't seen yeah, RVD's exactly. wives, my God. No. God bless listen, RVD. God listen. bless his wives. I don't even believe in God, the but God bless The chicks Riddle with have nothing on the chicks that RVD is with. Yeah. Good if you want to know, I think it's like ten ninety nine for their OnlyFans. Man, you're talking about getting sidetracked. We are getting sidetracked Very as hell. Sidetracked. But we were talking about Mustafa Ali, so let's talk a little bit about what happened on Raw. And honestly, was my favorite moment on Raw was we got a battle royale yes. for the Intercontinental number one contendership is basically yes. what would happen. Not Whoever confused the international championship. Which on is very easy to do. Um, so basically the winner of the battle royale got a chance to, well, will face Gunther at uh, Night of Champions this weekend. Yes. And lo and behold, we Next all, weekend. I really did not have this guy pegged for uh, going to win this. Mustafa Ali pulls it out over Bronson Reed and Ricochet. Yeah. It got down to the last three, and I was super stoked, and I really didn't care who won because I mean, yeah, any I'll... of those, Gunther versus Bronson Reed, total fucking win. Which Gunther was... versus Mustafa Ali, total fucking win. And then Gunther versus Ricochet, that's who he won the belt from in the first place, right. total fucking win. My so pick was I'm totally in. Reed, though. I, didn't, I, I know that was what they were trying to sway me towards, was there's I think no so way too. that these two cruiserweight-sized guys are going to take out yep. the tank that is Bronson Reed. Oh, I cannot but, wait for this. I know. I'm actually... like. Ever since he kind of put the spotlight on himself by vocally wanting out of his contract, uh-huh. I have kind of had an eye on Mustafa yeah, Ali. Same. And I know you and I had a conversation earlier, and I feel like it really did more for him than just sitting there idly by. Like, sure. I don't know if it just happened to be they had plans ready for him, and sure. he was just grieving, and they hadn't said anything to him yet, and it just so happened. Or if that... I don't actually, know, look at EY. Yeah, or if that... <laughs> oh, no. I saw a meme the other day, and I'm not really one to bring up memes on a fucking podcast, but it was uh, Bray Wyatt. It was Simpsons wrestling memes. You don't follow Simpsons wrestling <laughs> memes on Instagram, you're doing yourself a disservice. It was Bray Wyatt collecting a, a, his unemployment check or his WWE check, and he's like, man, it's getting really hard to, uh, to sit on my couch and just cast these checks. And then EY pops in, and he go, he's got the same Eric check Young. in his hand, and he goes... <laughs> Yeah, it gets easier with time because <laughs> EY's been under contract with WWE supposedly for what since October maybe. Yeah, maybe October, November. November, yeah. Like still, that's been we're going on six months right. of no, no EY, no nothing. No EY. I even forgot. I did too, and then I saw his name the other day. I was like, "What is oh, EY shit. doing?" Oh shit, he's not an impact. Um, but so- Mustafa Ali. That's I'm, gonna be I'm, good. I'm really, go- I'm really rooting for Mustafa Ali. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to put it out there. That's that's going to be my pick, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm going to pick. I honestly hope you're right. I, picked, I hope I'm right, I picked too. Gunther Thank you. Because I, it seems just like, to me, it felt like my gut feeling. But I could see Mustafa Ali winning this, mm-hmm. going with the whole positive Ali, which is right. obviously working for him. Positive Ali. I that's love so it. Good. The whole just, let's be happy. Let's be, you know... Uh, in good spirits let's be positive you know let's put these things out in the world they're gonna happen so if he won the championship that would be the perfect story you know he kind of put this into the world and he won it and then Gunther can go on to face uh, whoever's about to win uh, the uh, world heavyweight championship at Night of Champions Uh, but before we get to that let's talk about uh, the most recent I believe the most recent added match uh, your let me see if I get this right. Your SmackDown Women's, no, your Raw Women's Champion, <laughs> who is on SmackDown, Bianca Belair, will be taking on Asuka in a rematch uh, for the belt. I I don't. Yeah. I feel like they kind of threw this in, and I know that there right. was uh, Bianca had a, a 
championship like celebration yeah, it was supposed to be in days. nashville which is where she was from it was supposed to be this whole big thing her family was there and she was going to celebrate right um and then she got sprayed in the face yep yep and, and then, then hold on i need one second to say <laughs> on smackdown michael cole said that they specifically had used a chili pepper variant oscar had experimented with a chili pepper variant of the blue mist that she uses right i think to justify why bianca was freaking out so hard oh she was she sold it so well she did she did oh my god the the, she got misted so well she covered her from fucking forehead to chin it was um, that's what i look like after i color my hair i have green hair i look like bianca covered in blue mist it's funny it, but it, she really did she sold it wonderfully but yeah they ha- it felt like they had to like i've never heard they a justification for the mist like the mist has been one of those like you don't know what it is it's this black liquid that it's sure. you just you know it's painful it's acid it's poison it's, sure great know, mood has got powder. it you know yeah. uh house, house of black oh everybody uses it that's got like a creepy ass vibe. yeah it can make you go blind it can make you go crazy but i uh weird that they discuss that but i do finally think that this is going to be oscar's chance to win the belt um, i'm still really confused agree. i really don't understand what they're doing between now this is somebody else who's also on smackdown with the right. raw women's title the whole thing is confusing i think what they were trying to do with the belt since doing the draft was getting bianca to that i think it's 900 days to get her to that mark so now she has so that 500 days not 900 Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting into Roman. I wish she yeah. had much. Uh, that 500 days to where um, she's beating that record now. I right, think she's right. the third highest. Third or the fourth. But either way, she's at the point where it's it, the other. It's like Bruno San Martino. He's got what? A, I think it's like a nine to ten year span when he was a champion. Like you're never going right. to beat that in the modern era. Yeah, there's like Mae Young and then one other person. And Bianca's even said she is the longest reigning modern day modern day right. which so I think that's she's all you three. can do because you're going to have to break these things up into errors because you're never going to break a 10-year champion and you shouldn't have a 10-year champion no especially in how <laughs> fast everybody eats up information like it would be imagine we'd have that means there would be eight more years of roman reigns being a champion oh i couldn't do it and this is when you're watching you're watching wrestling twice a week sometimes three with a pay-per-view back then when bruno san martino was champion you'd go and do the literal same matches, same outcomes, four or five times over four or five shows over a few months. You'd come back like once every three to four months in the territory days. Right. So you'd be able to play out a 10-year-long championship because it was, you'd only so see few matches in between. a dozen times over the period of, of four or five years. You know what I mean? Like, so you'd be able to pull that off. You're like, holy shit, he is the like ultimate like right. champion. Um, it, and you just can't do that with having as much wrestling as you have, with having Roman even once a week, even once a month being on TV. It's too much to, ha- to have somebody reign for 10 years. I agree. Or even Bianca, because it is something like like eight years of the next one, and then another, like I think, 15 years. Something it's ridiculous. ridiculous. You'll never uh, beat it. No, you should never beat it. And, but and putting her at that that mark where she's in the top the five. The era is yeah, the best way she you can is do the it. top tier of the modern era because I think the person that she just beat actually, more I think about it, was Oscar. Maybe. Um, but 
I think that's why they did this. I think that's why they haven't switched the belts between Rhea and whoever it's going to be, Bianca or Asuka. Just to establish Bianca to get as her that top to one. That, so exactly. A, yep. Get her to that mark. And now I think this is gotta a good move, time you gotta to move change that flagpole it. or that, that, that uh, flagpole yeah. every once in a while. WWE is really big about their, their days. They've been champion for X amount of days. They're really, really, really big about numbers. So I can see why Very they want particular. that title on Bianca. Bianca is a great person and Roman is a great person to have in right. those spots that they are having a legendary reign in WWE. I think those are those are more than earned by both of them. But yeah. again, I do think this is Asuka's time to win. Um, her English has gotten so well... Ex- like she... She's she, gotten better with it for sure. It's very well executed when she speaks compared to her time in NXT. I heard her just talking about something a few weeks ago. So I really hope she gets a championship reign and, and this is her time. I love her gimmick. Yeah, ever since she's debuted, like not the new makeup because it's a it's a uh, callback to I believe what she was in NXT and mm-hmm. the Indies, uh, Kana, uh, with the name she went by. So it's got like a lot, but it, 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 the fucking makeup is amazing though. Oh, it's so good. Every time she takes her mask off, I get super stoked to see I know, like, right? what color it's going to be, what it's going to look like. She's always been one. I'm always excited to see what she's coming out to the ring. She always, I know. Same uh, Hakara Sheeta is the same way recently. She's been yes. coming out with different outfits. She's got a new boy, um, new music, a new uh, intro. Uh, Came out with a fucking katana. I know. <laughs> dope. Some fucking Wheeler Yuta intro. I know, right? <laughs> So last week we talked about the World Heavyweight Championship uh, tournament brackets. Everybody won. Uh, AJ Styles and Seth Rollins will be going one on one for the inaugural. I guess inaugural. I know they have uh, they've had heavyweight championships. I don't know if this is like a new title. If no, it is, but like, it's new to Raw. Is it recently? It, it, so is it the heavyweight championship? Like, are we bringing this back is a heavyweight the, championship? It's, it's the the next rendition of the big gold belt. Is that what this is? Is that why it looks like they just took it Correct. and put a fucking label on the front of it? Yes. Um, but this will see the inaugural of the new version of the heavy world heavyweight champion. Uh, I what an it. interesting pair up. Yeah, you know I, yeah. when when we had our predictions as to who you know we thought what it would be interesting to see. I didn't ever pick it was going to be AJ Styles. Well, we also had no this. idea he was going to come back. It was only a few weeks prior. No, that he I thought had he even was injured. Showed back on TV. And they never announced it until it was. They announced the bracket, I think, on social media, and all of a sudden AJ Styles was there, which is great. I'm not mad about it. I'm actually really excited for this match. I haven't seen AJ Styles wrestle in a while. He always performs really well. And Seth Rollins, by God, Seth he's, Rollins, he never he's puts my on a pick bad to show. win. And but at the same time, like neither one of them are going to put the uh, put a match that's bad on, especially at a pay per view like this. No, absolutely not. I mean, I'm 100 percent with you. I, I think it would be silly not to put Seth in this position. Yeah, which is crazy to think. You know, you got Seth and you got Roman on top in WWE. It's I, it's Seth. You know, it's it's Seth's show. It's crazy to how, how the Shield has taken over their respective companies. Almost. I mean, yeah, for sure. John Moxley is definitely on top over in AEW. We were actually looking before the podcast started. Uh, Cage Match put out like the top like 20 matches of. Uh, AEW a in 2023. There's a lot of John, a lot of Brian. You know, it's kind of crazy. Obviously, a lot of Kenny, but you know, yeah. it's kind of crazy the WWE talent that has derived from the Shield. I mean, oh yeah, it's cool because we were there. We were not there, but we were watching WWE heavy when they debuted and got to see you know the majority of how all of that panned out. And they've had honestly all three of them very legendary uh, runs in their own perspectives as far as belts and, the, and you know, titles and things like that. But Full circle, though? 
Yeah. Do you remember who hired the shield? Uh, Not like hired into CM WWE. Punk CM Punk to was the take one. out Ryback. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He says he's coming back. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been tweeting about that for yeah, years. That's going to be a solid no for yeah, me. Yeah, CM Punk. Yep, that's he right. Brought out, but he didn't. He has nothing to do with John Moxley. This was Dean Ambrose back in the day. Oh, and John Cena was in that match too, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, actually, we watched. Uh, God, funny. The, the one time we went to Raw, we saw uh, CM Punk got put through a table by Ryback, and The Rock was the there. Rock that was, was there. The Rock came back because we we showed up yes. late and we're like, man, I hope we didn't miss anything. And then we like sat down in our seats. And we smelled what the rock was cooking. I did. I did. Pancakes. Such good. So rock. good. Pancakes. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm picking Seth for this match. I think he's going to be too. the the, ma- the the winner. I think it's the clear cut obvious winner, but at the same time, as a good thing, Seth can hold down Raw, and then I and mean, even AJ and Seth can still have a, a rivalry after Night oh, of yeah, Champions. Oh yeah, you could still you could you could bleed this out for a good couple months. Of course. So yeah, I mean, live Seth's like you said, been running Raw for a long time, so I feel like this is the smart move. Plus, when all this Brock and Cody stuff is done, that can just lead back into Cody, you know, trying Cody to take Seth? on Seth. Okay, I could see that. I, I 100% could see that. post torn by uh, tricep peck, what was it? It was a peck. Peck. It was a peck. Uh, post but peck to- tear. He's still got three wins up on Seth. Seth has not, pe- not beat him yet. Well, that's what I mean. He can yeah. finally beat him and bury Cody even more. I know. Um, and for the last and final match, which is a weird one for me, I don't know. They obviously have some storyline and built into this years and years of storyline. Weird for uh, you, hype for them. This is they're putting all the eggs yeah, in this basket. Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa are claiming that they're going to come back from Saudi Arabia with the WWE Tag Team Championships. Undisputed beating, Tag Team Championships. Yes, beating uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Bringing the belts back home to the bloodline. Roman three belts, fixing four the, belts. The cracks in the foundation, and I can't see okay regardless of the actually technically it's gonna be six belts if they if they win well i meant you roman. really think they're gonna roman's let solo gonna have ca- four you really think they're gonna let solo carry any of those belts roman <laughs> loves belts um so i either, thought kenny was the belt collector uh, see, roman's getting there um i i can't see how it doesn't matter what what the outcome of this match is, whether it's yes. the bloodline taking the belts or it's KO and Sammy retaining. And let's be honest, it could go either way. It can go either way. I can't see the Usos, number one, not being a part of this. If no. they're not, I'd be floored. But either way, whoever wins, it's not going to be good for the for the Usos. I think this is going to... No. It's going to create even more cracks in the foundation and we're going to see the segregation completely of the, of the bloodline because we've already had Roman and Solo bump shoulders same thing as eo and uh bailey eo you know? bailey and same thing as uh jay and and solo when they right. ran into each other and it mm-hmm. was one of those knee-jerk reaction they both kind of like flinched like they were gonna mm-hmm. throw and roman had a really interesting face when he walked off i actually you're just talking about memes i saw a meme and it said um when my stepdad bumps into me after he's just got done yelling at my mom right and then it's solo and he just bumps and then the roman ring just like walks off like but i noticed that solo doesn't have like he didn't have any like roman kind of like you said he had a kind of weird look on his face it mm-hmm. was like kind of like a oh shit my bad but i'm not going to admit it and he just kind of walked away to try and be like okay bygones be bygones it was an accident solo didn't have that same look on his face no. he was like yo what the fuck i mean i have my own predictions beyond this pay-per-view I cannot premium like you live said. Event. Okay, premium live. I event. have been contacted by WWE. If we do not change <laughs> our terminology, they will shut us down. Okay, for the premium Vince live will event. Come to this house. And yeah, because fire us. we're not paying per view. We just buy Peacock for four ninety nine a month. I hardly even pay for that. Uh, yeah, there's got to be something that happens with the Usos. They showed the 
like the whole video of the SmackDown previous on this week's SmackDown. Right. And I got to see it again where the Usos were thinking that they were going to be the ones to go to Saudi and get Get a rematch, basically. So it was this time around, it was Jimmy that was really upset. And Jay stepped in and was like, you know, ooze back up. Like, it's okay. Like, we got this. It's all good, which is really surprising. Now, after watching it a second time, I realized how upset Jay really was when he said, you know, it's going to be Roman Solo and Solo, I, not yeah. you guys. Then Jay really seemed like he snapped. And that's what I mean. Like, I, I think that's what's going to happen for sure. There's got to be something here that happens where the Usos step in one way or another. I think but, something's going to happen. I don't think this is going to be a clean cut match between the two of them it can't be the bloodlines involved so there's got to be something or maybe maybe uh the whole thing is that the, they think that the usos are there to help them and they don't and they don't i i think the usos are going to have something to do with the outcome of the match inadvertently. Right. I, I, whether it goes one way or another you know right i think honest to god like if i it, i gotta pick Kevin Owens and Sammy are going to retain, and I think that's going to agree. But I and I, I feel like you know I do this all the time. Like I could see it the other way. I could see a storyline with Roman and Solo getting him and just becoming this holier than thou, and even Roman letting getting all of that go to his head. Like I won the tag team titles. Okay, I got the uh, all the gold. Okay, all of this is my responsibility. Yeah. it's all me. It's all me. And Solo's like. That wasn't all you, you know what I mean? Because there's already dissension between the two okay. of them. I think Interesting. that's the, the name of the game here is dissension with this, and it's gonna it, it's because Roman's ego is is vying to burst. Of like, course, he you know it just that's the character, but I think that's gonna be his downfall. Is his ego is gonna get so big that he uh-huh. if they win the belts, I won the belts. We didn't win the belts, and if they lose, I guarantee Solo is gonna be the one that gets pinned. So that Roman can come mon- or smack down the next next week and say, I didn't lose. I didn't lose the tag title match. Solo lost for the okay. bloodline. I think Sammy and KO are going to retain. And it's going to lead to similar ways of what you just said. Right. That um, it's going to make the clear break and Roman and Solo happen so mm-hmm. that it ends up being Roman versus Solo for the Undisputed Championship. Right. Solo eventually like wins it and Paul Heyman just skirt and goes with Solo. I, That's what I'm seeing for the future. And I think that is a, an okay ending to everything. I think eventually, I think this is going to break up really fast after this pay-per-view, personally, because I think the Usos are going to do something to where Roman can't forgive them. Mm-hmm. And Usos don't even want anything to but do with the, Roman. I think anyways. Roman's already yeah. I think Roman's already done, so that, done stuff that yep, the Usos can't forgive. It's coming down to Roman and, and Solo, and it's coming down to the Usos, and that's the separation done. The right. bloodline is now divided between that. And then I, it, I don't it, think there's going to be a divided slowly, anymore. I think there's this is going to be the complete implosion of it. Oh, that even Solo and Roman aren't going to yeah, be. I think this good is after be the this pay per view. I think if they call the if they're calling themselves the Bloodline after this, it's going to be strictly on an. It's just the name of uh, to to talk about the two. It's no longer. Oh, I be agree. A, I think Solo is going to have so much after this. Uh, after Night of Champions, I think Solo is going to have so much dissension towards, and just dis, uh, he's going to despise Roman. I think but he's, he's gonna, uh, the only person at this point who can actually beat Roman too. Paul Heyman. 
Paul Heyman. I want Paul Heyman Roman? versus Roman. Yep, that's what I want at WrestleMania. Okay. What is it forty? Never book a pay per view. All right, and that's going to wrap up uh, night of predict night of predictions night, night of, of champions. Pre- it is it is the night of predictions. Night of predictions. I mean, it's, it well, is only five thirty. But... one so so AEW double or nothing. Now we fair warning. We are going into this. We still have not gotten our new coffee machine. It is still slated to be delivered later this evening. So we are slowly dying of caffeine withdrawals. So bear with us. <laughs> bear with but us. But AEW <laughs> double or nothing is going. To happen the day after uh, WWE Night, Night of, of Champions. Champions. A lot of titles I have to remember. I can hardly remember my first name and my <laughs> shoe size at the same time. Yep, so. so we're going back to back. So akin to, and I, we never announced this, and not that I really want to put it out there, but uh, akin to the firm deletion match, which happened on my birthday. Yes. What, last week? Two weeks ago. I'm old. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Hardy Party, which consists of the Hardys. I love that, by the way. Uh, Jeff and Matt Hardy <laughs> and Isaiah Cassidy. Uh, that's not his name anymore. I'm sorry. You're right. Brother Zay <laughs> will be taking on Ethan Page and Colton and Austin Gunn, the ass boys, if you will. Yes. I said that really if weird. I'm must. so sorry. Yes, if you yes, must. Yes. You Ooh, must. Del? Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, we're going to see uh, a three on three. And if the Hardy party wins... They gain, uh, or at least Matt Hardy gains control, yeah, gains of, control of Ethan Page's contract. Right. Uh, so they've got to win this one because how? No, they've got to win this one. Which it's so funny because like the guns showed up to help Egon because he asked them to. Right. And they're like, yeah, we'll do whatever you want to get a match. And well, they Matt said that Hardy they've been was friends like, with Give them. me his contract, huh? Yeah, they said that they've been friends with him for a long time. But like, if I don't give a shit, if Jade Koth came in my house, he's like, "Hey, I put your mortgage up for, uh, for yeah, a bet. I'm like, I will beat the shit out of you. Are you kidding me? They didn't even ask him, and then no, you could tell, just like, yeah, we did it. And he's like, you could tell the Hardys were like, oh, okay, cool. Like, but he was okay with it apparently. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, Matt Hardy's like, uh, duh, like okay. Um, but I'm 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 excited to see this match. I really am. Is it is it the most epic groundbreaking match? Yes. No. Is it going to be the best match on the card? No. But is it going to be the most entertaining? Probably one of the best. It is going to be one of the one of the longest storytelling stories of AEW. One of it started in AEW Dark Elevation, moved to Dark, moved to Rampage. Now we're Dynamite. right on to Double or Nothing, baby. Loving it. Loving <laughs> what is it. This, the fourth Double or Nothing. Yes, I believe so. I and that was the first the AEW pay per view. So. Um, Hardy but party all day. I'm going hardy party. Yeah, I can't. I, They've got to keep the storyline going. 100%. So if hardy party wins, they're in control of Ethan's contract. I got to know what Matt Hardy's going to make Ethan do. I, I'm in. Oh, it's going to be a I'm blast. In. It's going to be a blast. This is not <laughs> over, and I love it. Uh, up next, we have uh, Jade Cargill will be defending her TBS championship. Correct. Against uh, Taya Valkyrie for another rematch Ooh, in championship. Belts. And Rampage just made this so much sweeter. Now, a lot of people, or not even a lot of people, the one person we saw on Twitter gave a lot of hate uh, towards this feud and saying that AEW dropped the ball and they made some very good points. I tend to disagree that they dropped the ball completely on this storyline. I feel like they could have done better. I mean, I feel like you could have done everything better. Sure. Um, but I, I, I don't feel like they dropped the ball. I think that if Taya loses this, it's not going to look good, and she's going to have to climb pretty far to get back up to what she should be. Um, I don't know if I can see her losing the belt, though. 
I know it's kind of hard to commit to it when you've had an undefeated champion. And also she's the only person to ever hold this belt. So, you know, you You're have to 60 defenses. You too. have to do this right. And what did she defend it? She defended uh, twice against two jobbers on yes. Rampage. Okay. Yeah, and two. then the third jobber came out and Taya just pushed her and she sold it. Who, whatever that girl's name was, she yeah. sold it so well. Taya came out, hit Jade with the jaded and Mark and I were just losing it. I'm really excited for this, but I really don't know what's going to happen now. Gut feeling, and a lot of these are just gut, not really me right. knowing for sure what I think is going to happen. But I feel like maybe what's going to happen is that Jade does retain. Okay. And oh, just, I guess, wishful thinking, hoping that Chris Statlander will come back and That's what I've her. heard the rumor is. You know, that they're going to give it to somebody who has been in AEW for mm-hmm. so long. Chris Statlander is great. I love her personality. I loved her her, her space alien gimmick, but right. she's tried to redefine herself as a different character and as a different wrestler to be more serious. And then unfortunately, we watched the match. She like barely stepped down weird and hurt her knee. Yep. Her other knee that she had, you know, not the one that she hurt originally. Yep. Just, yep. It was a completely opposite injury. Yeah. So... I, and it was like a dark match. So it was just so unfortunate. So I'm hoping she'll come back. I'd love to see her face Jade. But, you know, it's like when do they think that they can finally It's the Thunder Rosa thing all over happen, again. You, you know, know? How, long you, how long do you sit there and hold plans off waiting on somebody? It's been six, nine months. And I mean, I mean it's unfortunate because I love Chris Statlander. That's my girl. Like, I, I, I every time she's on TV, I, I love it. But I... I I got to agree. Like, you move how on. long are we going to leave a, a stagnant champion? I'm not saying Jade's a stagnant champion, but we, if for 60 matches, we've seen it over and over again. She comes out, she wins, whether it's clean or dirty or with interference or DQ or right. like it just. It's getting to the point where, like, okay, it's old. Yeah, we're taking the excitement out of it because you think that there's no way. Because what's happened is you get to a point where you're like, this has got to be it, and And that person loses, and then it happens again, and you're like, this has got to be it. And and how many actual contenders has she had? Maybe Nyla Rose. You had uh, Chris Statlander. uh, You got Taya Valkyrie. There's been there's only a handful of people, and even like right now, I'm not even sure if she's ever faced Britt though. I don't think she has. And if she has, it's it, it's one of very few notable defenses. The, a lot of, a lot the, of them the were 20, droppers. It just, Quick wins just to get the numbers up. And it's like, yeah. what what magic number does Tony Khan have in his head that that's going to be it? And actually, now that I take that back, I don't even think all those 60-year defenses. They're all singles wins. She's undefeated, but that is not You're defenses. right, because she's been in a tag team match before. And, and she's never been pinned. And that's another thing, is she's never been been pinned. And it's, right. Those are, those are single, or right. tag team match, I believe she lost. Yeah, yeah and she now... Was with uh, Kiara Hogan. Right, and now it feels like this might be an actual time for, for Taya to act, to win. And I feel like You it's know, a, they're at an even number, you know, the way they're setting it up. It would be a good thing to do it that way. You give it to Taya, mm-hmm. you let... 59 and 0 it's an impressive record right even the, the, the title defenses if it's 25 30 31 whatever it's an impressive record you sure. go off on it and you have a you now have a chip on your shoulder towards Taya. you come visit that later when you have jade card you'll go cool off and do some singles and tag stuff sure maybe try to go for the world battle you know and 
I feel she's, like, and then she's going to be the you, contender for the the number one contender. Right, for the and then you build up belt. Taya into the same, you know, the Weraloka. She's the you know the the ultimate TBS yeah. champion, and then you have Chris I mean, Statlander come she, back in and vanquish sure. her. And not that I want her to be a transitional champion. I feel like I've said that way too much tonight. But it really <laughs> like it just it gives you an opportunity to build somebody up and then wait for your the person you're waiting for to come yeah. in and take that person All out ends in who August. just happen to turns a heel. You know, if Chris isn't ready, have it have her do it then have to right. go over and defend it there and have her win it at, you know in a huge could you imagine a huge market like that in in london oh God, where somebody could win the belt so all in oh god yeah but i don't know i i, I have that jade's gonna win I, 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 but I, my well. heart says i really hope i'm wrong and taya wins all right up next in one of the most bizarre title defenses i've heard of in my entire what 25 30 years of watching wrestling oh god that makes me feel old when i say that out loud we have a 21-man blackjack battle royale for the international championship that is held currently by Orange Cassidy, who has a match coming up in two, three days against Kyle Fletcher of Aussie, Aussie, Aussie Open. Uh, so he might not even be going into this match <laughs> as the champion. I... <laughs> He's All we be know is that he'll 20, be there. 20 other individuals. Yes. And as of right now, Will Hobbs, QT Marshall, and Aaron Solo are the only right. people we know about. Right. I, 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 There's not a lot to talk about this. I think it's either going to be... I don't think anybody that we ju- that you just said from uh, QTV is going to be a part... Oh, is God. Gonna win. Please don't. How, Hobbs would be the only one I could see sure. winning, but I don't, I don't see it happening. No. I don't see Orange Cassidy retaining. I think he's going to lose, and I think... I, I don't know. There's what 17 others that we don't know who they're going to mm-hmm. be. So it's very hard to speculate. It is. Who do you do you have any ideas of who would win and who would be in this match or who you'd like to see? Sure. I think that the reason that they're just setting this up with Kyle Fletcher on Dynamite is because uh, Orange Cassidy is going to win. OK. Get the apparent win. Go into the battle royale. We don't right. know everybody that's going to be in it when it starts. <laughs> I don't know if I'm just dreaming, but. All of Aussie Open is there. Well, not all of Aussie Open, but Will Ospreay, uh, Kyle Fletcher, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark, and Mark Davidson are all in. Davis, yep. I I could see that. I, uh, but I don't think they're going to win. No, but I think it's just another thing to just kind right. of set it up long term. Because we got Forbidden Door. We've coming got up. all in. We've got Forbidden Door. We have so many and things Aussie to set Open up. Has been- all over AEW's yeah, products lately. But it's an international belt. Like right. I feel like it's only fair Who's to let international, international people. Open. You know, you've got people from uh, Australia, you've got people from England, like let other people come in. Even Kenny Omega is from Canada. Let people from different right. countries come in. I feel like that's only fair. I'm, and I'm, that belt has to be defended at all. I know in. who's gonna win this. What, the Battle Royale? Battle Royale. I know who's gonna win this. Who? Miro. Miro? They're gonna. I, I, that's my gut. Like the minute I looked at this, I loved when he was the. They t- haven't TV, announced it, but he TNT just champion. He just came back the other day. Sure. On uh, Dynamite was it Dynamite. Yeah, Dynamite. I I think this would be a I'm perfect way it. to have him tear ass and reestablish the monster that is Miro. I love Miro. I think that who that's who's gonna win. I don't know if they, because again I don't even know if he's part of it, but that's my if that's my my prediction. Okay. Miro's gonna win. I'm okay with that. I don't know. I just personally think that I've loved. Orange Cassidy's reign. I think he's going to go a little oh, bit longer. Great, great I think reign. he is going to be the one that takes it over to England and keep keep defending it. Mm. I think they've done a really good job. Like I haven't loved a champion mm. in so long since Orange Cassidy. He's just developed, and there have been so many people in 
outside of loving AEW that just think Orange Cassidy is a joke and a character gimmick and he's not a really good wrestler. If you haven't been impressed with his reign as the champion and all these people that he's beat, look back and go to Wikipedia. Look at all the people that he's beat. Like it's unbelievable oh, yeah. how well he's done. I think you would be a fool to not agree that Orange Cassidy has done a great job. But you know, the more I talk about it, he's really nursing uh an injury. He is every one of his matches. Real. Every one of his matches he's I, I believe it's his I think it's his, his shoulder. Okay, I was thinking I it was like his elbow or something like it's, that. I, I don't think know. it might be his elbow, yeah. But yeah. it's it's something that's he's consistently having to adjust his his, uh, his style of work and mm-hmm. can't lift people up all the way. That's or, what's got know. me thinking he's not going to make it out of this battle royale. I think it's going to be. I think twenty men are going to be too much for Orange Cassidy. It's just going to be a little bit. I, I'm saying it's going to come down to Miro and Orange Cassidy. Okay. And he can't get Miro up because he's hurt. Right. You know, something like that. And Miro and Orange Cassidy has had their, their, you know, back and forth before. So it's a good way to kind of call it back out. Well, it's a good way to get a a new champion in because Mm -hmm. it wasn't a clean, hey, Miro beat Orange Cassidy. It's, hey, you know, there's so many other people in the match. But who else other than somebody like Miro after 19 other guys could beat Orange Cassidy? Like... I think it's. I, I don't uh, know. I think it's a perfect. Um, Brody we'll King's just keep in a going trio. wishful thinking, and I'll say Butch. And it would not be an AEW pay per view if Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal weren't fighting somebody. And this time around, it's going to be the uh, AEW Tag Team Champions FTR. There is a special guest referee, and that is Mark Briscoe. And for me, that is the only thing that is making this <laughs> a difficult decision as to where this is going to go. I mean, yeah. gut instinct. I feel like FTR are going to win this. That would be so silly after everything we've gone through with the ups and downs of them possibly going to WWE or somewhere else, the just leaving AEW. The ass boys, they come back, they win the championships, and they're right. going to lose it right away. No, I feel like after everything they've been through, they're going to hold on to it for a while. But I'm just curious as to where what Mark Briscoe is going to have mm-hmm. in this, like Maybe his storyline continues with somebody else. Well, Mark Briscoe, great you know, match with Jay Lethal, kind of on the outs with FTR because he got a hit by him, and when they were blinded, well, they it was Dax. It was him. an accident. Dax couldn't see. Yeah, but he, you know, wrestling is wrestling, and yeah. I'm mad at you now. Pile so. driver's a pile driver. Yep. You know? So I, I, I'm mad my, at you now. <laughs> I, I I went with FTR as well. I think they're going to well retain. I think it's too early. Um, I think that Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal is a perfect uh, tag team to to lose to them in a pay per view sense. Um, I mean, it's base inside some insider baseball. Uh, Jay Lethal is also trademarked or is trying to trademark uh, uh, Black, Machismo. Black Machismo, so we might see a singles run of good old Jay Lethal Black Machismo, which I would again. love. Uh, yeah, again, back to Impact Wrestling. Um, but yeah, I went with FDR on this one. And in an interesting turn of events, Christian Cage will be uh, in a ladder match. You never could have had me predict that in 2023 I'd be seeing Christian Cage in a ladder match against anybody, but especially against Wardlow. I don't know why not Luchasaurus, but that's okay. I, I wanted to bring that's that up because okay. I thought that was the whole idea was he brought out Luchasaurus to kind of be like, hey, I got a monster that's as big as you. And now all of a sudden he's fighting Wardlow. I'm kind of hoping that maybe Luch somehow interferes in this so that Luchasaurus can establish himself on his own separately from Christian. Right. I think Christian needs to do his own single run and just not stop speaking for 
everybody. Looch, yeah, Looch, exactly. I just, yeah, I don't know what this is going to do good for anybody. I mean, if Wardlow wins, great, he gets another win, but it's going to bury. He should get another win. It'll you bury, know? you know, not bury Christian, but and I can see Christian getting the loss. I can't, that's what I mean. I can't see how it can go any other way than Wardlow getting the win. Right, especially since it, this title has been flip-flopping back between mm-hmm. everybody for yep. Wardlow to lose it now. I mean, jeez, uh, he just got it back. Like I, I mean, just Hobbs lost it like what three days after he got it. Yep. But I just I don't know. I I don't know what what good this does, and I don't understand why Christian's fighting and not Luchasaurus. I, feel I like don't either. Unless it plays into have, the storyline. Another one you could have had, you know, Christian Cage set Luchasaurus against uh, Wardlow, and he interferes in the match, and you know, that's it. But yeah. It's know. okay because it's just the first glimpse of a, a TLC reunion match. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold out on that until literally the day I die. Well, we do know that Devon... We just need Edge to retire and Devon come Devon is no, under, no longer under contract with Perfect. WWE. Christian is obviously under contract yep. to, along with the Hardys. Bubba Ray's already watching the damn product. Bubba just come Ray on. is on Impact, just which has got at least decent relations with AEW. Exactly. We the just only, need a forbidden door match. The, the missing element you have, though, is Edge. He's still under contract for, what, the rest of the year? Mm-hmm. I, it, it could happen. It's okay. Next year, I'll wait. <laughs> uh, I'm going, but I'm going Wardlow on this one. I, I just I don't see it working out if Wardlow doesn't win this. Wardlow needs to win a couple matches and hold on to that belt for a while. And we I just hope to, that we need to Luchasaurus establish him as the power that he yes, really is. But Luchasaurus needs to do that too. He's got this sick war looking gear. Let's 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 push him. Let's oh, let's yeah. let him do his own thing. I don't think he needs someone to speak for him. I think Luchasaurus needs to be the guy that just comes out. He needs to We're sit on the go go. He does need to sit on the go go and get that belt, right? Yes, he does. <laughs> All right, in one of what I think three of the only like standard one on one matches of the night. No I know they're match, going for no it. Anarchy in the arena. There's no barbed wire. It's just a straight one on one wrestling match. Jamie Hader will be defending her AEW Women's Championship against Tony Storm of the Outsiders, Outcasts. Oh yeah, Outcasts. The Outcasts. Um, I, I wish I was more excited for this match. W or AEW hasn't like, done feel, anything to make us excited, excited about, about this, this match, match, but believe it or not, I don't know why. We haven't seen Jamie Hayter in a while. She hasn't yeah. wrestled in a while. She's been injured. She made this big thing about how she was going to be a defending champ and then mm-hmm. got hurt, which is unfortunate. So she's back now. It We've seen this be match before. AEW, like, hear me out. We've seen this match before. Obviously, we already know how this could work out. Right. These two used to be best friends. They used to live together. So they've got a dynamic where they already know each other, which is always good when it comes to wrestling when you know the other person like that i feel like it really bleeds into the wrestling and they haven't wrestled in the singles since that last time they they, it sounds well that would make perfect sense yeah but the last time they they, the because they defend or they transfer the belt from each other right yes tony storm had the belt they wrestled and then yeah jamie hater won the belt from her so this is tony storm's chance to exact revenge and get her belt back Yes, I think they might have defended it. She might have defended it one more time against Tony Storm, but Tony Storm is like Regardless. a different person than to me than what she was before. She's right, you know, she's hitting a lot harder. She's, I don't know, she's like falling into her character really well for me right. because the Ruby Soho and Soraya are not doing it for me. No, I don't like it, but I for some reason like Tony Storm as a heel. It just comes over very natural for her. I just don't so th- I, do I don't think like she's doing that. well. In the, in, I don't. I don't like the outsiders. I think that's what's killing the it for me. Or the um, yeah, it's just really weird, but I'm hoping it's just going to be a good match between the two so I can bring Jamie Hayter back, reestablish you know, her being the champion again because we right. can't do this Thunder Rosa thing where she's just not defending it. 
Um, See, but then we have something to say about that because now Thunder Rose is back. I think they that's haven't done anything with her. I think Jamie Hader is going to win, and I think Thunder Rosa is going to make her presence known, and we're going to have possibly a heel Thunder Rosa. Which I would love to see a heel, a heel Thunder Rosa. Oh, I would too. And I do think Jamie Hayter also is going to retain. That'd be very silly to keep her out this long and then have her lose. Yeah, 100%. So. This week on Dynamite, we did get to see Roderick Strong taking on Chris Jericho in a false count anywhere match. I absolutely loved it. If you looked away for a minute, you missed it was everything. really weird that they were covered in whipped cream. Well, the JAS um, <laughs> and Adam Cole were both barred from the building. Correct. So that Roderick Strong and uh, Chris Jericho could have... All the room in the world, and uh, that, I loved it. They took advantage poor, of it. That? It was like whipped cream or potatoes <laughs> yeah. or something. That poor girl. <laughs> if you watch it, they go up to the concession stand, and Roderick Strong just reaches in over the counter and grabs a handful of what looks like whipped cream and just smears it in Chris Jericho's face. And the poor girl behind the counter. I don't know if she was staged. I don't know if any of this was staged. But she, she looked, looked like horrified. she didn't know. Now, if you've never worked in food service, that bin is contaminated. Everything's contaminated. You know <laughs> so that she's got to clean everywhere. out that container. She's got to refill it. Did you see the line? Oh yeah. She's got nothing but problems for the rest of the day. Could you imagine? Could you imagine being there? Like, oh man, I gotta get a soda. You're standing in line, like waiting for like a fucking pretzel, and then Chris Jericho and Roderick Strong come flying out of the entrance, and they smash each other <laughs> with your pretzel, and you're just like. I don't know whether to be happy or upset. Now I'm going to stand here for 20 more minutes getting fucking... A $22 pretzel. Yeah. That Chris Jericho... <laughs> Can I have that one? I know, right? It was really good. It was really fun. It was reminiscent of like old WWE where they're like you know wrestling anywhere that they can and right. it's in backstage and it's oh, in the crowd it. and it's in the merch stand and it just it was really good and the whole aspect of them going outside i really enjoyed because of course adam cole was waiting there i mm-hmm. honestly thought maybe jas would be there too and it would break out into this huge thing but adam cole was there to help roderick strong uh roderick yep. at this point is like you got yeah i got popped bleeding. In the side of the head i don't even know what happened uh chris um, jericho he he went for a punch and i don't know if it happened right before it or if it opened up a cut but it looked like he tagged him right above his eyebrow i think he just got a little oh, bit i thought too it was close. behind his ear or uh, that's why i mean eyebrow but uh, yeah it, it i think he just caught him just right and it split his ear because roger was holding it for a little bit um but Roger getting the getting the pin in a garden. Yeah, Adam Cole gave him garden. the boom, and then Aubrey Aubrey Edwards, uh, VIP of this match, just jumps into Always. the dirt with the one two three. And now we've got a uh, because of that, uh, Chris Jericho and Adam Cole will be facing for a uh, a unsanctioned, unsanctioned match? match at Double or Nothing. Um, What's, what's going to happen here? Like, what do you what do you think is going to happen everything. with the unsanctioned part? Of I don't it? know. I mean, I've never seen Adam Cole in that like aspect. I've seen Chris Jericho in in in, in anything goes. Sure, orange mimosa death cage match. It but... doesn't matter. Chris Jericho's all about stipulations. Oh, yeah. I, so I, I, I don't, don't know if he asked for this match in particular. Probably. I'm thinking tables. Okay. I'm thinking uh, all over the arena. Uh, I'm thinking JAS is going to get involved. Britt Baker will get involved. Okay. Um, but I think Adam Cole's winning this one. I went back and forth several times because it wouldn't surprise me to have JAS get that just so they can kind of get back on the map as right. a group because it's kind of just been Chris on his own for a right, little bit. Right, um, But I do think it's going to be Adam Cole that's, that's also going to win because he's just on the up and up and he's... I think supposed to be the next person to kind of face whoever wins the four the pillars title. match for the title. That's, so that's a hundred. You yeah. know, to have him lose this right now would be silly, especially to Jericho. 
Yeah, yeah. The who, only who man has that can been lose there. forever and be perfectly fine. Well, yeah, and he's just been really doing a great job of using his career to put other people over, make other people look oh, yeah. really good, the next talent. Um, so, yeah, I'm Plus also going to go with you gotta make, Cole, baby. you, you got to make room for that punk or CM Punk feud that's happening on Collision, I don't right? think that's happening. Um, yeah, so we're both going to Adam Cole on that one? Yeah, we okay. go with Adam Cole. Wow, I got to be honest, though. These last two are really wow. tough to see like the writing on the wall here like I'm just purely guessing and I hope whatever rivalries are in these next two matches continue on because mm-hmm. I don't see these really coming to an end here okay uh, one of the last matches we have of the night which is very similar to the unsanctioned match we have an anarchy in the arena match which between... is just a fancy way of saying it's a everything and anything goes right which is exactly like i said the adam cole and jericho match so it's interesting that they're really doing two of these they've got to have a plan right obviously um anytime the elite especially like the young bucks do some type of match like this it always ends up being my favorite match of the night right they just plan the spots really well oh they do it so well you know they're standing there right now looking at things yeah they're probably like okay if we climb this we can jump off this all right kenny's gonna do the v trigger off i don't even know the the top of the the titan tron or something ridiculous (laughs) i don't even know what they're they're planning i don't even know what they're planning but it's gonna uh, be good the bcc are gonna get their hands on the elite and when i say hold on when i say the elite I am not talking about just the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. I'm talking about Hangman Adam Page, who this week on Dynamite came out, helped the elite, grabbed a microphone, and said, we are the elite. So Hangman's in with the eye patch and everything. I've heard that uh, they did that very similar to the Avengers. Uh, Okay. But that was like the whole gimmick. But yeah, it it was good. It was great. The eye oh, patch looks great. I'm Hangman so needs giddy. to keep that eye patch. I mean, I think I don't it was for medical like, reasons. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. It's a brown leather eye patch. He didn't. It works. If, if it was Poke me, holes. if it was me with a medical reason, I had to wear it for a couple yep. months. It'd be a black nylon one yep. I bought from Eckert. Oh God, Eckert's. <laughs> Eckert's. From whoa, Publix. whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, um, I do want to mention that um, Hangman Adam Page was able to pull off the buckshot lariat even with uh-oh. one, one eye. eye patch. Dope. One eye. Good for you. Only him and Logan Paul can pull that off. I say that hey, every Logan time. Paul's, he's not done it one-eyed. No, he hasn't. <laughs> he's got to cover up one eye when he does it. So, who do you got on this one? <sighs> this I don't think one, there's a wrong answer. Let's be real. I, I, We're going to win. Like. Yeah, right? I went with the Blackpool. The Blackpool. I went with the Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Club. I went with uh, the Elite. Okay. Any uh, reason for why you picked the Blackpool Combat Club? I have a feeling that we're going to see some golden brothers rejoined you know and this uh, gives them the capability and gives the blackpool combat club fair. the win to be like we beat the elite Ooh, that sounds we good. are better beat we are be- the, the best we are the best group in aew yeah you, you beat the elite the guys that are the the okay evps or whatever well, I mean, well, hear me out. Anarchy in the arena, no rules. So anybody can come in and... and There's no rules. Anybody can come in and start crashing the party. Maybe a Don I. Callis. Yeah, maybe a Don Callis. Kanosuke Takeshita. I don't know, maybe. Maybe the whole Cinnabon crew is going to come the whole out and help. C- he, they hired the Tunosuke. local... They didn't even have to hire them. Oh Kanosuke Takeshita pays them. stock in there. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I went with BCC. It could, it could go any way. I, you know, I'm so... 
I think they're they're pulling a WWE on me. I, they've gotten me thinking that every week it's gonna. This is the week that the Golden Lovers are going to reunite. It's this week. It's I finally gonna, I don't think they're gonna, gonna happen. In this paper, but they they keep letting me down so hard, like so hard. Every every dynamite ends, and I'm like, God damn it! Another week without them. I I just am at that point now where I'm like, Nah, it's never gonna happen. So if it does happen, I'm gonna poop my pants a little bit <laughs> let's hope that it comes that way and again i don't think it really matters what's going to happen here i hope this rivalry continues throughout this pay-per-view and we just get more of this and more one-on-ones let's see brian danielson and uh kenny omega oh again yes i want it <sighs> yeah this podcast has gone a lot further than i thought it was gonna time wise today and we're coming up to quite possibly one of the most important matches of AEW right now a lot of pressure on this one but I have a weird feeling there's very little to talk about with this match because we have the AEW world championship in a four pillars match with MJF Darby Allen Sammy Guevara and Jungle Jungle Boy Jack Jack Perry. Perry I feel like that this is probably the, this is one of the more important ones because it's going to establish either a re, it's going to com- like establish MJF even more or mm-hmm. it's going to establish your next building block of the company. Right. And as excited as I am for this match, I'm severely disappointed in the buildup. I think that they really if you got four of your top stars in your company, how do you not have this be more of a prominent feature on every single week? I feel like we've barely talked about the Four Pillars match ever since they've announced it. Mm-hmm. There's little tiptoes of, you know, this person will bump into this person and MJF has a match and, oh, look, it's Jungle Boy and he's he's dressed up as one of the guys in the band. And, it's and then just you, had, you had little tiny just glimpses recently Darby of it. Allen tagged with, uh, with uh, Orange Cassidy. Oh, and I love And it was that a great match. match, but they, they were like, oh, yeah, he has a match. And at, when they won the match, Darby Allen does the cliche he's pointing at the, uh, the right. sign for double or nothing. And I, I get it, but I really felt like... The buildup in this was awful. And the last thing that they showed was that the three pillars aside from MJF were all kind of leaning towards being friendly towards each other. Right. You know, it's kind of three of them against MJF. And what does that do for the match, you know? Yeah, they're they're making little, like... They shouldn't be friends. They're basically saying, you know, as long as MJF doesn't win. Yeah, well, who the hell really believes that? Yeah, I don't... Now, we do have... uh, They've announced the segment. It's going to have all four pillars... Uh, in the same segment on Dynamite this week, so uh, who fucking knows? Hopefully, but I, they have a little bit I more to build. I can't see it. how a thirty-minute, even a thirty-minute segment, is going to make me. I mean, I want to watch any of the match, anyways. I love all four of them, and it's I, I'm I'm invested in AEW enough. I want to know what they're doing. With Agreed. This, but besides that, like the the buildup on TV has not been. I'm, no. I've been completely dissatisfied. And is with this it. supposed to be the main event? I mean, it should be. It is for the AEW World Championship. The, but the really, the hype prize. is most on the BCC versus the Elite. Right. I mean, honestly, I feel like there's more hype for AEW Collision than there is for. You know, this the four pillar match. I feel like they have, I don't know. I just, I, I, my gut feeling says that they have an idea with this four pillar match about how this is going to go down. Right. And that it's going to be the match that everybody thought wasn't going to be really good, but ended up being great. I mean, a lot of. Listen, MJF is in it. Guys, he's phenomenal. He knows what he's doing. All three of the other guys know Mm -hmm. what they're doing. They've been wrestling for a while. Do you see them putting the belt on somebody else because of this match? I think that if you were to do it, if you were to take it off of MJF, I feel like right now would be a good opportunity because there's not, not that he doesn't have a lot of momentum, but 
other than this four pillars, there's n- he's not doing a lot. I I just I don't know. I I don't it know. It kind of stinks though because they had so much storyline set up for him and CM Punk, and they had to kind of obviously derail a lot. Is, I feel like this is the this is the, the victim B-route. of that. Yeah, yeah this is know. Plan B. This is you know, uh, whoops, didn't think that was going to happen, so we got to scramble. Right, right. It's uh, not good for your, your what should be your main event. If if, if MJF doesn't retain. And I feel like that is more than likely what's going to happen. Uh, but if he doesn't retain, I think it's going to go to Darby. Okay. Uh, I'm not 100% sold on on my decision on this one yet. The I, only... I, even even right now, I can't say that's my solid prediction. Okay. It might change. And, and it will. Because like I said we, early in the podcast, we always give ourselves up until like right before the pay-per-view starts. To sure. be like, okay, we're locking it in. Fair. I think I think we'll make it an official r- rule now an hour before the official start time of the, po- of the podcast of the pay-per-view or premium live event is when the cutoff is before okay. you and I. Um, but up, I, I will probably change my mind almost all the way up until that minute before we okay. have to have them posted. The only reason I'm going with who I'm picking is because of some of the segments that have been happening over the last few weeks. Right. I'm going with MJF Retains because, again, Adam Cole is going to be the next contender for the belt. Right. Because the writing's been on the wall, especially with uh, MJF. You know, knocking the mic out of Renee hand. and the stuff with Brit, and he's just like he's at that point where he's like snapping. So I feel like the person that's been really getting under his skin is Adam Cole, and that's that's what we're gonna see next is Adam Cole versus MJF. The the promos, the match, like think about how great that's gonna be. It's gonna oh, yeah. it's gonna make MJF look even better than he is because Adam right. Cole is so good in the ring, and they and he need comes off as a so, good rivalry for he Adam Cole. Comes off as so full of himself too. Not, yeah, I mean Adam Cole. I mean obviously MJF does too, but I think that's what they're gonna play into. Exactly. exactly what you're talking I'm about. the best, baby. No, I'm better than you, and you know I'm it. Than you, you know, know it. And yeah, it, it's. It'd be a really good back and forth between two of them, and I think that I think you're right. I think, like I said, I think MJF's going to retain. But if he didn't, yeah, I would have to go with Darby Allen. I think MJF needs to have it for a little bit longer. They need to do keep, something with it because keep it's, beating big champions like somebody like Adam right, Cole, right? You know, keep putting the big names under his belt so they can justify, like they did with Roman. Right. Look at all the people that Roman has beat. They need to do that with MJF, so he has a laundry list of. You know, I beat Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. You know, we went an hour. You know, it, it's just incredible that what he could do if he continues this reign. Right. I don't know. I just can't see. It. I think we both agree. I don't see Jungle Boy winning it, and I don't see Sammy winning it. No, no, I can't see either one winning it. But I, no. I if if I Darby's the only possible one I could think. Mm-hmm. But, Darby's phenomenal, though. He always, always, always. He's a fo- does his best. And other than uh, he's the only. No, wait, never mind. Sammy won the TNT championship. I was going to say he's the only yeah. other singles championship. No, champion. I mean, they. they I Jungle mean, Boy's but Jungle Boy's. Sh- Jungle he's Boy's, never won a singles. No, not a singles, but, but he was a tag, tag team champ. So they've all had gold. They've Ooh, all... Let's not talk about when he won the tag team champion. That was a that was a terrible, terrible, unfortunate. I'm just glad accident. Ray's okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know how Ray Fenix can still go in any type of match where there's a table and feel confident because every time I see Ray in a table. Yeah, you, your mom mode turns on. Sick to my stomach. So, so uh, MJF probably going to retain that one. Yeah, but there's got to be something really, really, really good. That's not just a wrestling match. There's got to be more layers to this four way match. There's got to be some storytelling. I'm sure there's going to be. There's got to be maybe some interference. I don't know something other than just there's just a wrestling match and it ends. There's got to be more to this. There's got to be more to the story. Maybe a debut. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
They're due I mean, for you know, a good debut. Tony's always good with debuts on pay-per-views. <laughs> so. Oh, if you agree or disagree with us on whether the Four Pillars ma- match or the Bloodline match or whatever is going to happen with the women's title match in either AEW or WWE, uh, get a hold of us on Twitter, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, at CAW Wrestling Pod. We live tweet every week on Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, Rampage, pretty soon to be a collision. We try to do ROH. We'll probably be live tweeting NJPW tonight. And don't forget pay-per-view and premium and live hurt. events. Yes, pay-per-views and premium live events. We uh, will us, be there. Join, join us. us on every social media. Like, well, I mean, join us on every social media, but we we tweet during those awkward, awkward social media posts. But you can find me at Gunk Dudley. And I'm at A Bacon Party. We do post our new podcast every Monday. So start out your week with a fresh cup of coffee and wrestling. And be sure to check us at uh, coffeeandwrestling.com. We have all of our links to our stuff. We really enjoy doing these podcasts and getting feedback from everybody. So uh, if you're on Spotify, give us a five-star review and go down to the bottom. And it'll say, what did you think about this? episode fill in a little thing tell me how good we did how bad we did did we get something wrong i guarantee if you listen to this podcast at this oh point, yeah i already some... know for a fact that i was wrong about that oscar fact <laughs> at I some point back you're and yelling I wasn't at, even the, close. at the radio going this is ridiculous you both close. don't know what you're talking about let us know if you're on uh, uh was it iphones i don't know how to think how things work with technology give us a five-star review. how does you apple don't work have to type anything or you if you do that's great we'll read it on the air mm-hmm. we really appreciate interaction from you guys and everything you guys give us on social media hey call your grandma tell her uh, you love her tell her uh, you miss her she loves tell her you're gonna take her out to lunch and when you do get her a cup of coffee we know she loves it maybe a pack of uh uh newports i don't know what does your grandma smoke and what make sure you put on coffee and wrestling why does your grandmother still smoking newports my grandma doesn't smoke anything but you know maybe she, you, she maybe she does your grandma used to vape no no she's, she's good she's clean cloud. no coffee no cigarettes no if you coffee knew Barb, that means she's not a supporter of the show well, she, you know, I said your grandma. You pick my up grandma. your grandma. My grandma? You don't the talk The nicest about my outfit you have. You take her out. You take her out to lunch. You buy her a cup of coffee. Hey, and you, you know tell what? her, hey, grandma, have you heard of Coffee and Wrestling Wrestling Podcast with Mark and Jamie? You know the last time you brought up your- Stupendous. You know the last time you brought up a grandma's? It was about pile-driving dri- pile grandmas. Yeah, that didn't make it to the actual yes, podcast. That made it to the end of the podcast. Yes, and if you listen Make sure far. you listen for after, because you never know what happens and what kind of bullshit we're going to talk about. Especially Raquel Rodriguez. Oh my God! Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us for the new for our episode of Coffee and Wrestling. We appreciate you. Thank you. And we will see you in the next one. I don't have any mess ups that we did from this podcast, so I'm just gonna have to grab one that I have somewhere deep in the the annals of my hard drive that we've had. So thank you for listening if you've gotten this far. Sound check is active. My name is Mark. How are you? Boobs, boobs, boobs. Okay. I think I gotta so... turn the volume just a little bit on both of us. Remember we gotta talk directly into that microphone. Yes, I understand. Okay, so your Shinfo for the day. We're starting off with Shinfo? Yeah, that's what'll be the mic check. Shinfo. Okay, so in 1966, Frederick Barr developed the ingenious idea for Procter & Gamble to uniformly stack chips inside a can instead of tossing them into a bag. I'm not going to lie, I thought this was like wrestling and I couldn't figure out where you're going with chips. Yeah. Well, you know, he's the creator of Pringles. Right. Clearly. So he invented that in 1966. Mm. So at the age of 89... He passed okay. away, unfortunately. Nope. Okay. But before he did, he told his children 
that he wanted to be buried in a Pringles can. So after he was cremated, his children went to Walgreens and had a debate about what flavor to use and (laughs) decided, well, we need to use the original. That's what dad would want. So the inventor of Pringles is buried somewhere in a Pringles can. Now, how long ago did he die? How long ago did he die? Let's see. He died. Let's see. When the man who designed the Pringles potato can died in 89, he was so proud of his packaging cans. Oh, no. He didn't do the... He designed the Pringles potato can. Ah, he was not the inventor. Okay. Facts. There you go. What Set year it straight. Die? What year did he die? Um, I was trying to look up that information. Died on May 4th, the day before my birthday. Okay. What year? <clears throat> I don't know. Look at that. What is that? That is like the the actual drawings for the patent the chain for some type of pringles container well go i wonder if that's i wonder if that's to make the pringles yeah if you scroll up it says right there hold on go down go down go down go down go down or up right there bar requested his burial arrangement because he was proud of his design of the pringles container that is not a pringles container maybe that's what he originally went for I mean, it had to have been recently because he retired Yeah. Uh, in the early 1980s. So. Yeah. Okay. I think that's enough. Cool. Uh, All right. Well, this has the been test. your Thank you. test today.